0: I shot with the sway house for three months for free and i didn't get paid a dime i was actually losing money because <laughs> i would moved out here and i didn't bring my car and so i was uh i was renting i was renting cars yeah. for the first like month like every day and, like spending like 40 50 bucks a day to rent a car but i always saw like the long-term goal to work in entertainment through doing shit with the hype house through working at the sway house I have the contact info of literally every major influence in the world.
1: What's up, everybody? My name is Brazil, and welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a special guest, his fellow Chicagoan, right here. It's Adam guest. Welcome yeah. to the show, brother. Thanks for having me, dude. I've been watching your stuff on social media for a minute, man, and I gotta say, I have so much respect for the hustle that you have, Thank you. like, and the momentum that you're building with everything. Can you explain, like, what is the business model with, with Rapid Launch Media? Like, what services do you guys provide?
0: Yeah. I mean, so basically our biggest clientele are anyone in music. So that's like record labels, uh, music managers, artists themselves. We've worked with everyone in the music space. We primarily have had the most success in the music industry helping artists blow up. So we've helped probably like, I'd say like four or five art, like completely unknown artists. Yeah. Like blow up to the point where they broke a hundred million streams. Wow. Our, our, our biggest success story is an artist named Curtis Waters. He did the song stunning. You guys might know it. it's like, yeah. I saw my, I saw my neck hey. coming up the check. Um, that song just crossed a billion streams. And wow. so, yeah, when we, when we started working with him, I mean, he just had like a part-time job and like was 19 years old. Like, a, you know, and, and, you know, Within the span of like three to six months uh, of us helping him blow up his song on, on, uh, on TikTok, he signed
1: a multi million dollar record deal. And uh, yeah, just- That's amazing. You know, changes life, so. Now, how did you build this? Like, how did you get your company to this point to where you're able to put on so many artists? Like how, like, were you a videographer before all this or? Uh, So I was
0: primarily a photographer. So I started out as a photographer in Chicago. I was shooting with a lot of the local modeling agencies uh, as well as, you know, some of the local influencers and so I would say from about twenty seventeen up until the end of twenty nineteen, uh, I was just building myself up in the Midwest, like as a sur- for hire photographer. Like yeah, pay me for a gig. I yeah. show up. I shoot. I exactly. Leave. I was. Okay. I was. Uh, I, I basically. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do a nine to five. Yeah. You know. I. You know. I. When I graduated college, um, I graduated from the University of Illinois. And I tried corporate America for like a year or two. And like, I always knew it wasn't for me, Uh, but you know, I was like, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna do it, you know? And what ended up happening is uh, I realized it definitely wasn't for me. (laughs) It's kind of soul-sucking, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't... What I don't like about it is, like, they try to squeeze every ounce of, like, work out of you for, like, the bare minimum. Yeah. And even when you go above and beyond, they still find a way to, like, fuck you over. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, At least that was my experience. But um, long story short, we... uh, Once I... Once I switched over from that mindset, I was like, I, I did I went cold turkey. I was like, I quit my I quit that job I had. And, you know, two years out of college or so around 2017 is when I started my Instagram and I was like, I'm gonna be an artist and an entrepreneur. So I'm gonna start a company around doing something that I love. And and that's that's what brought me to the point of Shooting with all these different influencers and 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 whatnot in Chicago. By the end of twenty nineteen, you know, I was getting invited to shoot with people like Chance the Rapper. Like wow. going, you know,
1: my, my But, but my, let's stop there. I want to yeah. break that down. So so because because you say it like it's a it's a small feat, right? Yeah. You going from being a service photographer to then wanting to build your own brand. Yeah. How did you start? Were you just shooting free videos and putting them on your page? Is that? Like yeah, what was your no, good, model? good question, good question. So my model was that I was gonna
0: outwork and outshoot everybody else in the industry. And that that's what I don't think people understand. Um, to give you, a, you know, give you an idea, I was doing five to ten photo shoots every week. Wow. So, you know, like every month I'm shooting with like twenty to forty different people. And these are all people that have at least like some following on social media, yeah. You know, like you would do photos with them. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I mean, like on the low end, on the low end of the followers, you know, like you know, I'm, I'm shooting with, let's say, like, a, like the sorority girl who's like dabbled in modeling and she's got like yeah. 10k or something, you know. But those those you know a lot of people might scoff at that, but a lot those those girls convert. Now when you do when you're
1: shooting these, are these going on your page first? Are they uh, like like, are they paying you or are you Well, so
0: that's what I'm saying. I would I would supplement. So when you start, just like every business, you have to build a base. And so I was shooting for free for probably the first year. Yeah. I didn't make any money. What I I was I was uh, you know, I had some other ventures that I was working (laughs) on. So what I did was I started I I started simultaneously um, a company where I found this uh, this software in Turkey. That will allow you to like people's posts on Instagram. Yeah. And so if you guys remember Like Bots, they Uh they really only kind of existed from like 2015 to 2017,
1: 2018-ish. When you can program the outgoing likes for you to like other people's posts and targets them back. Exactly.
0: So, you know, it was totally organic. So this wasn't like you're buying followers. What it would do is let's say, let's say you're a photographer. You could go to hashtag model or hashtag photography, and it would the bot would just from your account like their pictures. Yes. And so these are people in your space. And so once they got a like, they would be like, oh, who just liked my picture? They check out your profile. And if you were interested in the same stuff as them, it converted very well to Do like those programs components. still work? No, no, they don't work. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So that that's actually what I was doing to fund being able to shoot for free. Wow. So I, I was able to get about 20, 30 uh, clients. I would uh, just pay you like a monthly retainer. A monthly retainer of like to, one or $200. to $200. That, bro, yeah. that's so
1: funny. I did yeah. a little bit of that too. I forgot what it was called, but I remember it was this website that did it. And and yeah, it worked really well because it was real followers. Because mm-hmm. as long as you got good at figuring out who you're going to target, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. hashtags would make sense when they come see my grid, right? It's yeah, like, exactly. I never wanted to like, I never wanted to like get into the
0: whole like fake followers thing. It was like, like I wanted to figure out a way to, I wanted to figure out a way where I could just, uh, it's called, um, it's, it's called outreach sort of like, I wanted to figure out how I could like do more outreach to other accounts without physically being the person to do it. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. So that was funding your free photo shoot career where you would hit up people and say, hey, I'll do your photo shoot for free, but you tag me on the posts. Exactly. You post it on your page, tag me, I post it on my page, tag you. Yeah. So you kind of get a lot of new content for you to post as well, yeah. right? So it's like they're giving you content and also sharing you.
0: Exactly, exactly. And that's building so, really your personal page. Exactly. So okay. I did that for pretty much almost a, I mean, a year before I started to get a good influx of, of, of paid clients. And so that's what people, a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people think that like you could just make an Instagram page and be like, I'm a photographer, or, I'm an ex. Yeah. And then like a bunch of people are going to hire you. People aren't going to hire you until you have proven yourself. And so I use that year to get better. You know, I, I saw my photography and better. I was trying new stuff every time. Yeah. And, you know, that's essentially what. What you put in the work,
1: you were adding value. Yeah. You were building yeah. like a brand equity.
0: Exactly. And so, and, that, and that's what I was saying, like back to those, even those like 10K, you know, those 10K follower people, you know, some of them convert. Like sometimes having 10K of really engaged right. people is better than having 100K and, and they're not as engaged, you know, it could, right. uh, it could even out, honestly. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: Hey, Brazilito, you always make an appearance, okay? Relax, baby. In every podcast, he pops up. The other day, we had a girl singing here. She was singing a breakup song, and when she was done singing, he came up and gave her a kiss Yeah, right (laughs) at the end. Okay, you got your attention now? Every podcast, you make some appearance. All right, back to the hustle. All right, so you were funding the photography career through the social media marketing, and then after about a year, you were getting paid clients. At this point, your personal page is popping. Yeah. Right. Like on Instagram. Yeah. And girls are paying you, or people are paying you, not only for your photography skills, but maybe also to be featured on your page.
0: I yeah. assume that would, that yeah.
1: became part of the value as your page
0: grew, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I never, I never charged anybody to feature them on my page. Okay. Like I, it was, I, it was what I post. And, this, and I mean, this is still true. What I post, what I posted then, and what I post now, yeah. is still a hundred percent based on, like, what I think is good enough to post. Right, you know, so like if I did a if I did a photo shoot with them, because here's the thing, I shoot with a lot of people, and, you know, sometimes the photos just isn't where I want them to be, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm my biggest critic, yeah, and, you know, it, and it 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 could be a lot of different things. Sometimes sometimes the model didn't you know give me the poses that I want or didn't really like fulfill it. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes, I didn't. You know, get the lighting I wanted or whatever. Right. I always was very like strict on myself of like I'm only posting the best of
1: my best work. Yeah. You know? Even and if you so, got hired for it, sometime. yeah not, not everything I've been hired to shoot goes on my Instagram page. Yeah, exactly,
0: and it yeah. doesn't have to, and and that's what I'm saying. It's 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 all about like Instagram to me is like the new ver you know the newer version of a resume when yeah. you're in the arts. Yeah. You I just put my best work because you know. I can consistently make good work, but, you know, every now and then, you know, you're going to do something where, like, you wish you had done better, or it didn't come out where you want it to be. And, uh, you know, if you, you don't put down your resume, you know, you wouldn't put on your resume like,
1: yeah, <laughs> fucked up this job. You know? <laughs> True. So, yeah, because yeah, it is, a, especially if you're promoting yourself as an artist, you have to yeah. curate the page. Exactly. And when did you start doing TikToks and campaigns for artists?
0: So literally all of that started, I mean, so I didn't even have, I didn't even download TikTok until um I didn't even download TikTok until like just until literally the day I walked in the Hype House. <laughs> so I got, I got invited to shoot for the Hype House in like December, 2019. So this is a is couple of- Hype House a-,
1: a TikTok house? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, okay. it was like the first, the first, the biggest. It, w- it was the one that like, Addison Ray, like the Demelios, like the oh, biggest no people. This is where that. they started.
1: And for people who don't know, it's it's kind of like an incubator, right? It's like a yeah. house where a bunch of influencers live and shoot at, like yeah. nonstop, like a collaboration, well, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, for
0: people who aren't in social media, what you have to understand about why those houses came to into existence is because, for example, let's say let's say you have. huge following let's i mean for example let's take me if let's say i was i'm from the midwest Mm -hmm. i'm from chicago area all like mostly all of my followers were chicago midwest like i'd get models from indiana from iowa like it was but it was all for the most part the midwest and then let's say there's another there's another creator whose followers are primarily on the west coast the reason collaborating is so important is because when you guys make content both of you guys, this follow. Both of you guys, as followers goes to the other. Yes. And so. Yeah, it's like a that, joining
1: forces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. why
0: those TikTok houses started. And that's that's why the hype house started is because you had, you know, the Demelios, which were like, you know, like that's what I'm saying. Charlie was like Charlie demelio was like 15 when she started to blow up, right? Addison Ray was more like 19, more like 18 Wow so, so they had different audiences. I would say like Charlie's audience maybe a little younger. maybe Addison's was a little bit older but and then a bunch of other people in the house with a bunch of different audiences. some had more guys, some had more girls and
1: you but, were hired to shoot for
0: them. Yeah yeah well so I came in I shot with this guy uh, Thomas Petro he's the one who started okay. it. He invited me to come uh, went you know come in early and shoot and I was um, like I work for hire honestly like i said i i a lot of the big moves i've made have been moves where like it there wasn't money involved Sorry. like <laughs> i got way more i got way more out of shooting the hype like i didn't get paid to come and shoot the hype house i just went over there and was like hey what's up who are you
1: you know i was like i'm bryce hall like i'm and that's Taylor a message Holden, for you know everybody know I mean? out there like yeah. my first two tiger videos were free And it was just like, but then you get to have that on your resume. Like you have to have value. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I shot I mean, that's who I shot with the first when I was at the hype house, I shot with Bryce Hall, I shot with Taylor Holder, and I shot with Nick Austin. Yeah. And so I didn't charge them. Like they I mean, they all had like three Mm -hmm. three million followers at the time on Instagram, which is like, you know, even bigger than than T- Three million on TikTok, right, really. right. But anyway, they posted me, and so after they posted me, like it was like a floodgate opening. You know, I had like, you know, people like Brent Riviera, like Jacob Satorius, like a lot of the people who were already like huge at the time, like hitting you, up hitting the new me water. up to shoot, to shoot, yeah, exactly
1: as a shooter, as, like, yeah, as a photographer, still not as like a company owner
0: with no, the- no, no. no. Yeah, I didn't I even was, have the just...
1: company at the time. Okay,
0: yeah, because I, I. The thing is this is all between December 2019 and March 2020. Okay. Because March 2020 is when COVID started. Wow. So with that so literally just in 4 months I went from I went from like 17 or 18,000 followers to shooting with like consecutively with like the biggest people in the world. Yeah. And over those 4 months I probably ended up with like Seventy or 80,000 followers. Wow. On Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. And I just started posting. I just started posting random shit behind the scenes with TikTok. You know, some videos in the Hype House, videos at the... Of like you working with these people. Yeah, yeah. Or like... or Yeah. And even like I would create stories around it. Like I'm I'm a good storyteller. So I would put, (laughs) you know, like I would put videos together. There was... At the time, my first like major viral video was... Bryce Hall and Addison Ray, they were like always like on and off again dating. Yeah, but like no one really like knew, and so I was like it'd be funny if I asked like all of their best friends, and these all their friends are like huge, you know. Yeah, and I literally would just go up to them and be like, "Hey, are Bryce and Addison dating?" And all these every single person would just like clam up, and they'd be like, "Uh, "I don't know what I'm supposed (laughs) to say," like you know. And that video got like two or three million views and I got like- And that was on your personal TikTok On my page. TikTok, yeah. And yeah. I got like, I don't know, I got like somewhere between like 50 and 100K followers just from that video. Wow. Because it was like, I mean, it was the first, I mean, no one really made a video like that, you know, yeah. with with like asking a question that everyone wanted to know the answer to, but literally asking it to the face of these people. Yeah. At the end, I literally mm. asked Bryce Hall, point blank. Mm-mm are mm-hmm. Bryson Addison
1: dating, and he just runs away. And that's how the video <laughs> I ends. I love so. that. Because I can yeah. imagine, like, as a fan, like, if somebody were to do that to the people that I'm, like, the biggest fans of, yeah. like, it's, like, it would be priceless. Exactly. Right? It's why that Kanye doc did so good. Because exactly. he had that footage. He was there, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Which goes to show, because I think a lot of times people complain about, like, oh, I don't want to just do work for exposure. It's like, well, yeah, you don't want to get taken advantage of, but when you do free work, you have to be strategic with it, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, it put you, first of all, you need to sh- Prove yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So you show them that you can take good photos, mm-hmm. right? And you create a really relationships, and probably because of those relationships, mm-hmm. you were in a position to be able to do that video. Exactly. Had it not been for those free videos, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: I and it's I, not like they promise you something.
1: You do no, it for free, no, no, and then no. you still have to pull Actually, through and do no, more. Not only did
0: they not promise me something, I kind of got, I, I kind of got screwed over by the original person. Well, so so what happened is I shot with Thomas Petro. Okay, he was working for Team Ten at the time. He, uh, They fired him for still, I guess, unknown reasons. Like, no, you know, everyone has their own side of the story. But that's what what prompted him to start the Hype House is because he was like, I could take what Team 10 was doing. I could do it for TikTok and I could do it better. Right. And so um, what ended up happening is, I don't know if you've heard of this photographer named Bryant, but he was like one of the first big. He was like the first big Instagram photographer, like Got the it. first person who was like known for doing photography,
1: who built a for, big following yeah, for his for shooting
0: photos. influencers Got on it. Instagram and like being that type of person. And so I came and yeah. shot with the hype house. Everyone liked the photos, and then I uh, a week later, you know, I mean Thomas had said, "Yo, Brian's gonna shoot with us, whatever." But like, don't worry, like you know, you can still come, like still come by and like whatever. And I was like, cool, like I don't, I don't care if you guys make me the official photographer of the house it was never about that but you know i just i just want to be a part of this like i think what you're doing is cool and i would love to help and so he ended up getting bryant who was like the top person to come in and shoot the house and i wasn't butthurt about that but i was i was upset that he just ghosted me he was like he was like yeah like I guess he was like, all right, now we got the top photographer. We don't need, like, the second best photographer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, I think he just, like, did, you know, he didn't want to, like, step on Brian's toes and, like, I come over and then Brian gets pissed off or whatever. I actually, I have no fucking idea what was going through his head. But <laughs> I made a YouTube video about it uh, that, that went pretty viral. But um, that's really it. So I mm-hmm. took um, – I moved to L.A. Like, I moved to L.A. and literally, like – Oh, so all this was in Chicago. So I was at the Hype House the first half of December 2019, right? So let's say- up, the Hype House an LA house? Yeah, it's okay. here. So so, let's say up until December 14th, I'm here and I was doing stuff. Shoot, I shot with the Hype House and did all that. I had to go home for Christmas. And in those two weeks between like December 14th and like the new year, I decided, fuck it, I'm moving to LA. Yeah. Because like, I was just visiting. Right. So I packed up all my shit. You saw the opportunity. Yeah, I saw the opportunity. I packed up all my shit, and I moved to L.A., and like I said, I wasn't expecting Thomas to make me, like, the Hype House photographer, Yeah. but I was expecting him to, like, still be my friend and, like, still have, (laughs) like, that contact, and he just, like, completely ghosted me. Luckily, I, like I said, I shot with Bryce Hall, who, who, he was at the Hype House, but he wasn't part of the Hype House. Yeah. He started his own house, which is called the Sway House, which was... Essentially, an all boys version of the hype house. Okay. And him and this other creator, Nick Bean, were like, yo, like we fuck with your work, like just be the, our photographer here. And that was like kind of a blessing in disguise because, uh, you know, Sway eventually ended up being just as big, if not bigger. Um, and honestly, I think it was like a better fit for me. It was an all guys house. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was all you Know all the guys, and then you know, I've, I was in a frat, you know. I mean, it was kind of like <laughs> so a you're frat. used to that
1: energy, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. used to
0: the energy, like it was kind of, I mean, it was kind of like a frat house, like, and was like that a like a, a paid house. position? No, no, it was not a paid so, position. So this is
1: still you, just still me, just yeah. adding value, just, just adding to build value. yourself, yeah. You
0: see? And, and so, that's what I'm saying. What people understand is I did that, I shot with the Sway House for three months for free, all the way from. January like the first week of January 2020. Yeah. all the way to the point covid took over. Yeah. Right? And I didn't get paid a dime. I was actually losing money because <laughs> I'd moved out here and I didn't bring my car and so I was uh I was renting I was renting cars yeah. for the first like month like every day like spending like 40 50 bucks a day to rent a car. <laughs> drive to Bel Air, go back. And so I was like, you know, losing money and eventually got my car, but it's still costing me gas, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I always saw like the long term goal. And so to get to what that to get to what that is, the long term goal was to work in entertainment and Mm. to start a company. And so when COVID hit, I realized I have every single through Doing shit with the hype house through working at the sway house. I have the contact info of literally every major influence in the world. Right.
1: Which is, which is like equity, right? Like equity, you work yeah. for free, but yeah. you got these gold mines yeah. that you could use.
0: Yeah. And it's all about how and when to activate the connects that you make. Yes. You don't wanna you don't wanna hit them up too early. You don't want to offer them bullshit jobs. You don't want to, like, do something that's going to make them be like, I don't want to fuck with this person. Yeah. So, you know, I waited. I waited, made sure, you know, I had <laughs> something good for them. And uh, what it was is, you know, we we became one of the first companies. Like, I saw the direction of how TikTok was become the future of music. Right. And so especially for
1: breaking records. They're like the new DJs. Records. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And so in early twenty twenty there was still nobody really doing this. Like I think this company called Flight House, they were kind of doing it. They they started to dabble, but there were no real players in, in early twenty twenty when I started. And um, this is so recent. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's only it's only been two years. What was your first campaign that you did on uh, TikTok? It was a song called uh, Ellen K it was a song called ellen k by lil zell and did they come to you or you went to them they came to me they came to me and they were like i mean this is kind of how the company started it happened organically they came to me and they were like yo you know all these TikTokers? like can can you like just try to get them to use a video like we'll pay them just let us know how much each one is and so what i realized is let's say let's say there was an influencer that charges like 500 bucks per post right right because i knew them i would be like hey yo i got this song like what can you do this for me for and what i realized is all the people i knew they would be like hey they would say something like hey i, I, tr- I normally charge 500 a post yeah because you're my homie i'll do it for you for three right and so what i realized is that be, my personal relationships would make it so that they just wanted to do this shit for a little bit cheaper just to h- look out for me because they, they were like, they were basically saying like, you know, we want you to be able to make a little bit of money off the top. Because you've you,
1: taken care of them too. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Like maybe I shot with them, maybe I did X and they were like, I'm going to give you a little discount on what we normally charge. And that gives you your margin. Exactly. And so I realized if, if the market rate for an influencer is 500 and I get them for 300, I could charge the client. 400 450. Yeah. Every time that influencer posts, I make a hundred bucks, I make hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. And and I realized if I just scaled this up, <laughs> I could be doing dozens of transactions every single day, making fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Yeah. And some of the biggest ones were, you know, people like the bigger the creator, the bigger the margins. Yeah, some and so, people are getting
1: thousands of per post. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, well that's what I'm saying. Like people like Addison Rae, she was Back in 2020, she was getting like 20 to 30 k a post, and I, you know, I got her for like half that. And so, I mean, one deal I was able to make like 5 k off of just one post. You know what I mean? And and so, yeah, the bigger creators. You know, you make a grand up to like five, 10K, depending on how big
1: they are. What I love about that too, and this is something that I hope the people watching this will understand, right? It's that you weren't just thinking about what you can get Mm because ultimately every part of your journey you've told me so far, you've helped other people. Mm -hmm. Even in this case, mm-hmm. right? You're bringing work to them. Mm-hmm. You're bringing photo shoots to them. Mm-hmm. You're bringing them together. Mm-hmm. You're bringing brands to them. It's like because you've helped enough other people win, mm-hmm. you win.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's that's why I have that's why I have such a big network. You wouldn't have a big network of people who want to do stuff for you if you aren't bringing them value. And so, whenever I look to any, whenever I look to start any company or look to make any relationship with someone that I want to start doing business with the first question I always ask is how do I bring them value yes the problem is you have a lot of companies and who uh, mm-hmm. only think about how can I get as much out of this person without giving them with with giving them like the least amount yeah you know, you know back to them and and that's why you know, a lot of creators end up getting like screwed over, and a lot of them become, you know, a lot of them end up not wanting to work with a lot of different brands and stuff because they were like, these guys fucked me over, these guys fucked me over, and so that's why, you know, we work with so many creators where we're consistently giving them jobs. Like we do, we do ten to twenty uh, music campaigns a month, and and we also do brand mm-hmm. deals. We do brand deals here and there. It's not our like niche market. Our niche market is the music. But every now and then we'll have a brand say, we got like a 5K budget, we got a 10K budget, we got a 20K budget, whatever. And we'll, I mean, we could fulfill it just the same. But what's great about the music promos is it's so simple and it doesn't involve any physical products. And that's why, that's why like it's still the lion's share. There's no
1: cost of goods sold. It's just bridging the
0: relationship. Yeah. And also, you know how like you have to use, um, you have to use like hashtag ad like legally you're supposed to use hashtag ad or hashtag yeah. advertisement with a music promo you're not you're not technically advertising anything like if I you just if happen I, to be using their track yeah like it, that's what I'm saying like if I mm-hmm. if I'm like hey I want you, I want to pay you to dance and like you know you have to use this song in the background they're just dancing to a fucking song they're not saying, hey, go stream this song. Hey, this is my favorite song. There's no call to action. There's no call to action, exactly. And so that's been, it's so smooth. And, you know, I've built a whole proprietary system around how to get this done quickly and efficiently. But it's so smooth in the fact that we get the song from the client, we figure out what the trend is going to be. And then we get that out to the creators
1: and to to start posting immediately. And does the client pick the creator from your roster, or do you offer up? oh, Well, we think this and this creator would be right for this campaign. Yeah,
0: we. I mean, yeah, we we have a roster. Sometimes we let the client like, you know, take a look at the roster. A lot of clients just trust us. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, we have over a thousand creators. Like, you don't want to go through. You don't want to go through a list of a thousand people and check it. Like we know what we're doing. They it's they like, trust you guys to pick that. Yeah, because we we don't really we don't sell we don't sell um, creator posts à la carte. We do packages. So the minimum package we do is five k. Right. And so we say for five k, we'll get you let's say twenty to thirty influencers to use your song. They'll have x amount of followers. You yeah. Know, whatever. And and that's how that's how we operate. And it's sort of like, omakase. Oh, it's like you just just trust us, you know. Like, did I love that?
1: Yeah, yeah. that's it's so dope, man. I I I, I really enjoy that because I have a, a similar journey. You know, I grew up being a music video director, right, and mm-hmm. the four hire director editor, and then. I've always worked with a lot of choreographers and, like, Mm -hmm. doing social media stuff, but never anything concrete. And then when the pandemic hit, we started selling online classes. Mm -hmm. And that's when our whole business took off of Mm -hmm. just, like, selling digital content and doing stuff on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like, and now I'm more so in the mode of, like, creating and monetizing original content more so than just getting hired to do stuff from other companies. Yeah. You know, because it's like... I, I feel you like I'm an artist but I also enjoy the business part of it like yeah. why not we're bringing so much value to these people let's yeah. let's create our own ecosystem from it
0: yeah I agree I yeah. agree that's what I'm saying it's that's what it's all about is like figuring out you know the deeper you go into it the more you you figure out what other what what holes there are in the market yeah that's what I'm always looking at I'm always looking at like what do people need and what what can I like? bring to them or what what hole can I fill in the market
1: that's what it's all about it's funny when people ask me they're like you know how, how do I network you know it's like well they don't make it about you yeah just ask people what they're working on and yeah. how you can help yeah and if you help enough people then you'll yeah. be that awesome valuable friend that they yeah, just want exactly. around yeah exactly
0: well that's sounds you there's so many different uh I think more than ever a lot of different uh, a lot of different industries are starting to intersect and so being a broker which is like what i am broker is a fancy word for a connector (laughs) a conduit and it was funny as people have been telling me that my whole (laughs) life they like you know so many people and so many different facets facets of life for example like you know i studied abroad three times in college wow so i i'd have friends in in denmark and france and all around europe I worked on a I'd had an internship on Capitol Hill. So I had friends in DC. You know, I had you know what I mean? Like I even even You by like the time, variety, don't yeah, you? Yeah, no, even <laughs> by the time I was like, you know, just in college, I had I, I had connects all over the world. Yeah. And I knew so many people that did so many stuff that whenever someone was looking for someone, I was like that person be like, Oh yeah, I got a guy. Got a guy for that. And you know, of course, you know, fast forward to now. Um, I, that, that's literally my business is, is I connect people, I connect influencers to, to, uh, you know, the people in the music industry and it's, and it's been going great.
1: That's amazing, bro. And then you just shoot for fun. Yeah. yeah when I you want to. I
0: didn't even try to, I do not even try to monetize photography anymore. Every now and then someone will DM me and be like, yo, I want to shoot. And then I just, I mean, my rate right now is like 500 bucks to yeah. shoot like minimum, and, you know, it weeds out the people who aren't, you know, super serious. And then sometimes it'll be like, yeah, I'll do the 500 package. I'll do the 1K package, whatever. And right. I'll get out of bed for that. You Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a, you know, it's a flight to Europe. First you get to class, be pickier yeah. now. Yeah. 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 Exactly, exactly. So, but I don't do it for money. I make, I make you know, you know, 99% of my money from, yeah. from the company now. And I'm just looking to expand the company. Photography's there for fun
1: unless someone you know wants to pay me to come out of retirement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right for now. sure, for sure. That's dope, man. And what kind of influencers do you have? Are they all like dance related or do you have like science no, no. people and fucking
0: Yeah, I mean, we have I mean, we have probably at least one influencer in every every category. Yeah, you know, we just have dope. that many. We have that many people. Um, you know, there's dancers, there's uh like what we call POV, POV TikTokers, there's What's a POV uh, TikToker? They're the ones where the majority of their content is like, POV, POV, like,
1: like you don't your see their
0: face? No, 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 no. It's like it's it. It puts you in a situation, and it's and and usually like there's text on the screen explaining what that situation is, and then the video itself is the punchline to the joke. Got so it would be like POV, your mom, your mama, told you to do your homework, and like. Like and you're on you're on
1: your phone. The video is you like at a rave or something. You're just like not doing it. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. PO, POV. Your mom told uh, you to do your homework, but like it's a video of you getting drunk at a rave, and it's like and, and then it's like you texting her like Did almost, my homework, almost like you
1: know? video meme accounts, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's like a whole other category. Yeah, yeah. And that's then dope. there's
0: uh, what you, what's your biggest category? <sighs> Honestly, I mean, recently, just I mean, just comedic. I think a lot of I think a lot of the stuff that has been going more viral is more comedic. Um like the skits. So, yeah, exactly. It could be a skit, yeah. it could be I mean POVs can also be comedic, but yeah. Uh I've been stra- I've been kinda moving away from when we have clients, I don't even recommend them to do a, the dances anymore. Yeah. Like there's still dances that pop off every now and then, but like it's not like it was. You know, it's yeah. it's you know dances are like kind of two years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's and, and it's also easier for the average person instead of having to learn a dance, it's easier
1: to just like watch something funny. Yeah, just watch something funny. Yeah, yeah. That and, makes or, sense. or like you can recreate just like you you mean because you want the consumers to repeat what they saw? Yeah. Like as part of the challenge, right? Yeah. Like so everybody learn this dance. Yeah. And- so
0: the reason the reason songs go viral on TikTok is it's it's because. The people who view the content replicate it. Right. And so you have that like, tff, that
1: like yeah, viral effect.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so the easier you make it for the viewer to replicate it, the higher the chance it has to go viral. Got so it. So I'm always looking for a trend that is somewhere in the middle, like somewhere that's that where it's like cool and engaging and interesting enough,
1: but, but also easy, also it's easy
0: enough for like the average person to copy it.
1: That's dope, man. Yeah. What's in the future for you? What's the what's the vision for all this as of right now? I mean,
0: I want to. Uh, I mean, I'm working on a lot of different shit right now. I'm working on. Uh, I'm I'm producing a film. So so actually, I'll I'll put I'll kind of explain to you what the bigger goal is. I've been taking. I got fucked on taxes this year. I had to pay a shit ton of taxes because I didn't spend enough money. <laughs> yeah. So so when you're I have a I have an LLC. Yeah. Um, and so everything if you invest in projects that your company are, are is doing, mm-hmm. you, you get to write it off. You get to write it off, and and you know if it fails, you get to write it off. If it succeeds. You still get to write it off, and you make more money the next year. Yeah. And so basically, I I didn't play it risky enough. I essentially just like saved a bunch of money, and then like you gave all that money to Uncle Sam when you could have been shooting camera. a movie or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I paid a shit ton of money in taxes, and and my account was like, yeah, you should have you should have invested in more stuff for the company. So, basically, uh, my plan this year is I want to invest in a lot of different projects, and so, um, one of those is I'm producing a film. Nice. So I'm working with uh, I'm working with a, a a pretty big producer, and we've already got the second draft of the script. Uh, you know, I want to be I want to do rapid launch films. We've already got rapid launch records where I'm actually starting to invest. I've already invested in uh, two artists. Well, so you far, you sign them. on yeah, part yeah, of the yeah. publishing. I signed them. I've been signing artists to single deals. So I'm putting like right now a minimum of twenty five k in TikTok marketing behind, like, artists. Right. And so I get a percentage of the... And you're, like, on ASCAP
1: or BMI or whatever, right? Like Yeah, you,
0: kid, yeah, kid, whatever, okay. yeah, whatever they're using. That's so.
1: smart because I always felt that way. Whenever I would do music videos, okay, there's two parts of it, right? There's the artistic part of me that's just happy to be working with the big artists, mm-hmm. right? Like when I was doing Taiga and Diddy and those guys. But then it was like, yeah, but I'm essentially creating an asset that I don't own. Mm-hmm. Right, and I always felt that like music video creators, content creators should be in cahoots with the ownership of the song, mm-hmm. because then it also motivate you to create better content to make the song blow up. Yeah, instead of just getting hired to do a one off video, right? But yeah, it's like yeah. if if you get paid, the better the song does, then you'll be motivated to make even more videos.
0: Yeah, instead yeah. of just
1: charging them a one off for a music video, it's like no fuck that. I want this thing to get a billion plays. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I t- I totally agree, man. I think, uh, yeah, I think. That that is, I feel like that is kind of where things are going. I think more creators might, you know, start asking for equity in some of the stuff that they're working on. Yes. And I mean, that's what I'm starting to do. I'd rather, you know, that song stunning that crossed a billion streams. That's like a billion, a like billion, a billion streams. <laughs> Guess how much revenue that is. How much is a billion streams? About like five mil.
1: What, five really? Mil.
0: Yeah.
1: I thought. Well, that's on TikTok. No, no, no. That's on like Spotify and Apple Music. Okay, really? Because I thought that Spotify's famously paid very low for streams, but still well, a billion yeah, streams. Yeah, a billion streams. Yeah. No. Okay. Oh.
0: No. Just I mean, so the shorthand and this this obviously is can change depending on where your listeners are. Yeah. Um, in the world, you know, for example, like American and like Western European streams get the artist more money than let's say like Southeast Asia or really, you know, or like russia you know what That's i mean so like, interesting
1: so uh but a million streams gets you about five grand so it's about like five percent or just under five percent point five percent uh million streams yeah about a, a five grand would be ten grand yeah yeah about yeah half a percent yeah 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 right so then a billion streams would be yeah, yeah wow yeah it'd five, be five mil- million yeah exactly Fuck. yeah yeah, I know. I know. Yeah.
0: So uh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That was. Oh shit. If I had, if I, had, you know, negotiated myself like a five or ten percent of that, put would have made probably half a mil, half a mil just on that one song. So funny. Um, I was
1: just telling my producer Danny about this. I was like, dude. I kind of don't even want to do music videos anymore unless I own a part of the song. Yeah, yeah. Like at this point, like we've made so many things go viral. It's yeah. like I'd rather get paid less for the music
0: video. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. it, I'll shoot it damn near for I free. Get, I got a project for you. I got a project for you. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I got a I got a a really dope song. I think with with the right music video, we can and and I'm also putting twenty five k of marketing behind it. So it's like it's an asset that's already worth. Perhaps we shall
1: talk, my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs>
0: um. But yeah. So that that's what I'm doing. That's that's the bigger picture. Rapid Launch Media is the hire your influencers for music, brand, whatever. Rapid Launch Records is me investing into artists, taking the money I make from those deals, reinvesting yeah. into into new artists. Yeah. Um, and then Rapid Launch Film. It, Rapid Launch Films is going to be uh, you know I want to I'm going to get this movie produced shot I think we can shoot it for like one to one and a half mil
1: yeah uh, keep it I that's, the, I can, that's a tight indie indie budget yeah exactly. to get it in the festivals and everything exactly
0: and I think I can uh, I think I can raise it um, and there if go. if we're not able to raise it the producer uh, the producer i'm working with has connects to like netflix amazon whatever to get us in the door to pitch that's it dope. um and yeah that's it i want to i want this to be like a big media i want this to be a, a media company that works in every you know every arm of entertainment yes you know? i
1: want the piece of that <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: but it's all you know it's it's all because i'm like yeah. i'm passionate about of a, course. i'm passionate about the arts you know and so the art of making
1: money yeah i mean <laughs> no. the, the, the mo-
0: i mean the, what, what i've learned is if you just do what you what you enjoy yeah if you just do it and you're consistent the money will come yes like i had no idea you know starting in 2017 like you gotta mm-hmm. think about it, like i didn't really start making like good money <laughs> until last year so you know me starting in 2016 to to 2017 around there uh and pretty much making like not that much money for the next 5 years you know what i mean i was i was probably making like 30 to 50k a year
1: bro we have is, such similar you know I mean? journeys bro um i'm so juiced to hear your story i didn't know any of these details you mm-hmm. know like i've been It's crazy because if you look at my resume, you would think I'd be a fucking millionaire by Mm -hmm. now, right? Mm Because like you, like I got to work with so many people, but a lot of it was just like for the relationship Mm -hmm. or like on the lowest budget possible, right? And I was always just like positioning myself and learning, positioning Mm -hmm. myself and learning. Even when I did have a company making some money, I would like if I got like 30K for a music video, I'd spend like 27 of it on it. You know what I mean? I'd spend almost all of it on the music because I wanted to look good. I wanted to look like it cost 100 or Mm -hmm. whatever, right? So it felt like it was very much like a sacrificial like decade of me being in L.A., (laughs) you know? And then um, literally same thing as you during the pandemic at the beginning of the pandemic, I damn near got evicted because I had loaned money to like an ex-girlfriend and then didn't get it paid back and this whole shit happened. And then when they started doing the the thing where you didn't have to pay rent during the pandemic, I said, oh great. So I'm gonna (laughs) just not pay rent for eight months and invest all my money into this online platform of selling tutorials and yeah. then literally like eight months into it we started going viral on tiktok and oh, we're getting sick. like 50 100 million views on our videos and literally just started uh, from the sorry, from uh this from the classes yeah because yeah, i got, co-owned yeah. naughty girl fitness got it so on tiktok we have like three million now on that yeah. file and basically we put out free videos on tiktok and people yeah. pay 11 11 a month got it. to get unlimited access to the classes and we have apps on roku on yeah. android and all that stuff and And that was like the first time I've been able to get a consistent recurring revenue. Because before then, it'd be like, maybe I get hired to do a commercial for like Disney or something, but it's like a one-time job I get paid. Yeah. And when will they call me again? Who knows? So then when the pandemic hit, all the dance studios shut down. Mm -hmm. So I partnered with all my choreographer friends and I said, I'll shoot your videos for free. We'll Mm -hmm. put them on TikTok and Instagram, but we'll split the money on the sales. Mm -hmm. So as long as it keeps making money every month, I'll send you a fucking deposit. Yeah. And off we go. And that's been like the biggest turnaround. And then I was like, you know what? I don't even want to do music videos <laughs> anymore. Yeah. I was like, hey, if I'm going to do a music video, it's because I want to Yeah. at this point. Because yeah. from a business standpoint, unless I'm like tied in on the song, like what you're talking about doing, it doesn't make sense. It's not a very profitable business because yeah. I care about the quality. Exactly. Right? Like even when I, I did this like Mercedes commercial, they only gave us like 10K. I spent mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah, because I was like, I don't want it to look like a cheap ass yeah video. So like, we shot on the Alexa camera. We got a professional colors yeah. and the whole thing. Because I wanted to look like it cost so much. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, no, no, no. We're we are creating the assets. Mm-hmm. Like we are creating the assets that usually company hires for. So why not co own it?
0: I agree. Yeah, no, I I feel the same way, man. It was it was, you know, same thing with photography. You know, I was I specifically got a place that was good enough to double as where I was going to live but also as a studio. So, and this is back in Chicago and 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 still yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. At, it was in Chicago and here so like now I have, you know, my studio and office in Chicago and I have, you know, my studio/office slash here in LA.
1: Fuck yeah.
0: And so it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of fucking a lot of money mm-hmm. to live in like or to you know, to to live in and work in and and pay, you know, Office rent, yeah, in two major cities, and so, you know, just doing photography was ne- was never gonna be able to like cover cover those expenses. There had to be something else. There had to be like a side hustle to to do it, and so that's 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 kind of what you have to do in there in that situation.
1: I love it, bro. I think so many people are hating on the new generation of content creators, yeah. and it's like, dude, get with the times, yeah. You know, fucking TV killed the radio, right? At some point, new shit's gonna come out, right? And everybody yeah. complaining about TikTok, or even when YouTube came out, people were complaining about YouTube. And then yeah. Instagram, they're always gonna complain. Oh, fuck these kids doing these new technologies. It's like, yeah. no, bro, that's where the fucking gold mine is. Yeah. yeah, the opportunity's there. I agree. It's like why hate on people that make money doing simple things? Do you want everybody to fucking struggle like a motherfucker? Like if you, like if my kid could make money just like reading books on TikTok great yeah. yeah yeah it's like do you want them to work in a coal mine would that be I mean, more i mean here's what's like,
0: crazy is like i mean i think just the past like two years made me realize like it's so easy to make money on the internet like so easy like to the point where i mean i'm still hearing about people like these these recent college grads right now which i mean this was me fucking, yeah. like five six years ago so like i get it but i'm literally hearing these recent college grads who are working. 50-plus-hour-a-week jobs <laughs> for $1,500 a month with the promise of commission if they hit these insane numbers that they're never going to hit, that 99% of them are never going to hit. And I'm like, you can literally make $1,500 – like buying pop, like putting popsicles in a fucking cooler and going to the beach. You know yeah. what I mean? Like
1: there's, you'd, there's, you'd have way more there's fun. There's so many ways. You, you, can go, exercise. you can be on Fiverr doing stuff. You can be on Fiverr
0: yeah. doing shit. You can, you know. You can know. start a
1: vlog about Wu-Tang if that's what you're passionate yeah. about. Like whatever it is that you give a shit about. Exactly. talk about that because somebody yeah. else also likes it. Exactly. You can be a truck driver that just loves truck stops. You can have a whole vlog about the best truck stops in the world and that could be popping. I,
0: I have a friend who, um, he mm. he's in the UK. His yeah. name's also Adam. He he does what they call in the UK uh busking, which I think in English we call it like I don't know what the word is for it. It's like when you when you sing outside, like in public.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, what, what would you call like that? Panhandling kind of <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I think panhandling is like like yeah. homeless people like
1: asking for money. But he's like a street performer. Street performer, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we would call it street performing. They would call it busking or whatever. But he literally just goes into Piccadilly Circus in London. He's he's yeah. in the UK. He goes to like the middle of London. He just fucking puts out like his guitar case or whatever and he just fucking sings for like 2 or 3 hours. Yeah. And he, you know, he told me he could do like 100 bucks a day doing that. Yeah. maybe sometimes more depending. Yeah. Plus he does his shows or whatever. You do the math. You're making, you know, you can make 3 to 5k a month doing what you fucking love and the probably the people who are gonna be talking shit about you are the people making fifteen hundred dollars a month yeah. at the shit job that they hate because they're because they're yeah. unhappy that you're fucking doing what you wanna do and, and they're stuck.
1: Do you think it's because um Sometimes we try to look for more certainty of, like, I want the job that for sure pays me this exact amount every week. And, like, seeking that may limit the options to just who says they're hiring. But yeah. the the money that you made, people weren't saying they were hiring. You showed up and added value, yeah, right? Because even yeah. a business that doesn't say they're hiring, you could go to, like, a local bakery and yeah. just say, I'll do your content.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, I'll take photos of your cake and post them on Instagram all day. Like, that could – like, yeah. it's – it's I think – um I hope people out there understand that America is really like an entrepreneur spirit. Like yeah. as an immigrant, like that's yeah. just my perspective on it. Like I'm not knocking people that have jobs, but even if you have a job, you can be entrepreneurial about it.
0: You can you can have your job and still have a side hustle too. Yeah. Like, you know, you can make up the difference in what you're making at your job. Like if you, you know, if you're making three to five K your job, Why not try to make three to five k in your side hustle? You know what I mean. And then eventually, eventually, you get to a point where you're like, I'm making the exact same. Maybe I want to quit my job because I've already been living off of this amount of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I think the problem. I. I think, there's,
1: there's worse side hustles to have. My mom yeah. used to scrub toilets when she would move to Europe to be a professional dancer. Yeah. It's like, that was a side hustle, scrubbing toilets. So yeah. if the side hustle is now making a vlog or something, yeah. like
0: people, not, people don't understand yeah. that it's a long game and that consistency, I would say consistency and the ability to pivot
1: are the keys. Meaning like, post often, usually at the same time, yeah. like same promise of content every week. Yeah and then notice what's working and what's not and shift yeah. towards it. well,
0: I mean, that's that's so social media specific, but I mean, in more of a general sense, it's like whatever you want to do, you just have to be consistent about it and you have to kind of, whether it be weekly, monthly, biannually, like audit what you're doing, look at what you're doing, see what's working, what's not, and then pivot. You know, for example, you just said, Going into a bakery and asking, like, hey, I'll do your content. Like, if you're a photographer complaining that you're not making (laughs) enough money, right? Yeah. Because you don't have enough clients, um, you know, hiring you to do their portraits or whatever. Fucking take some pictures of, of a birthday cake, yeah, and then go to every bakery in your city. Go to 100 <laughs> different bakeries, like, take, like, pick a day, yeah, make a, a Google spreadsheet <laughs> of 100 bakeries within 100 miles of you, yeah, go to every single one, and then say, Hey, I just wanted to introduce myself, I can shoot all your cakes for your whatever. And this is what you all understand I did this shit when I, yes. when I, before I came out to LA. I looked at every single person in, in LA who was working in entertainment, whether it was like people at Team Ten, you know, anybody who was in social media, who I wanted to shoot with, and I would literally DM like fifty or hundred a day, like as many as Instagram Bro, would let me. Bro,
1: same. Yeah. Bro, I started back in the. I don't know, how old are you. I'm 28. Okay, 28. So I don't know if you remember MySpace back in the day. Yeah. Um. When I first started, I literally. On Chicago, I DM'd every DJ within five miles of me and said, hey, I'm a videographer. I'll shoot your stuff for free. I just want to get on, you know? And it was like, that's as far as my mom would let me go on the train, like about a five mile range, you know? And I was like 14 years old. And it was like, most people blew me off. But I was like, dude, I'm here to add value. I got a camera and I'll shoot for free. And eventually one person opened the door for me, right? And then they introduced me to one artist and then that to the other. And it's like, you have to really love what you're doing and be in the spirit of giving it. Mm Mm-hmm right even right now everything you're telling me you're doing is a giving perspective mm-hmm. to make this movie you have to give an opportunity to the producer to a director yeah. to the actors to everybody right like you're yeah. literally bringing and the yeah. more you bring <laughs> i'm
0: bringing and i'm risking risking money yeah you have to put up money to to do you know this is sort of like the next level you know this is the next level of of projects you know like the average person can't just, you know, put 50 to 100 K in a pre-production budget, Yeah, you know, but luckily, you know, that's, that's what I was saying earlier is that I'm able to, to take the profits of the LLC and reinvest them. And I'd rather, I'd rather reinvest them into other artists and, and to do these projects that I'm passionate about than to just, you know, amass give it to Uncle wealth yeah. and, or pay, it, and <laughs> or pay it in taxes like it just did. So Yeah. yeah.
1: I love that, bro. Yeah. Um, what advice do you have for up-and-coming creators right now? Maybe somebody who, like, has an idea. They have a, you know, cute face, good voice. They want to put themselves out there on social media, but they're just, like, a little shy. I mean, the
0: first thing is, you know, here's the thing. It's, like, you can give so many people advice, mm-hmm. but... What I've learned is a lot of people just don't take it. Like I think a lot of people know what they need to do; they just don't. Mm. But Hacks. if I was going to give advice, I would say you should be posting on everything. So right now, uh, there's a huge fight between. Uh, there's a huge fight for for the short form video content. Obviously, TikTok is at the top right now, but Instagram Reels is making a lot of strides. And YouTube shorts as well. Mm. I mean, even smaller apps like Likey, which are like, you know, I know some friends who will get like 30, 40, 50K followers on there.
1: Wow. Um, Likey. It's
0: Likey. It's literally just like a smaller like TikTok. It's like a TikTok with a smaller community. But um, my point is you can make a video. I edit all of my videos outside of TikTok on an editing app. Right. You can make one video, edit it, learn, teach yourself how to edit on this. I use a, a, um, an app called Splice. Super yeah. intuitive, super easy to like edit like 30, 30 second, one minute videos. Yeah. I edit all my videos on there and then I export it so it doesn't have so it doesn't have like the TikTok logo. Yeah. I put it on TikTok, I put it on Instagram Reels, I put it on YouTube Shorts, I put it on Likey. And then you're building audience on four different platforms simultaneously.
1: Mm.
0: And the problem is, yeah, it's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> but in and a lot of people don't wanna don't want to do it. They're like this is too hard. This took too much time. But that's really the only difference. The only difference – what I tell people a lot is the only difference between the all the creators I know. I know some of the biggest creators in the world, the yeah. most successful creators in the world. And the two biggest things that I have seen that sets them apart – It's not that they are necessarily better creators than a lot of people I've met. I met a lot of creators who made better content than some of the bigger people. The reason the top people are where they are is for two reasons. They are consistently, they are consistent and hardworking. um, And two, they believe they can do it. When they, you know, when you look at the top people, there was never like, Oh, like can I get to you know where like Jake and Logan Paul are like because yeah. they I mean they because Jake and Logan Paul have been big for like five to seven years now already. yeah so you know when I, with TikTokers TikTokers I feel like had them to look up to and people who kind of came up in that early like David Dobrik Liza Koshy, like yeah that 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 um, time period but they all believed they could do it. They all believe that they could become the top people on the platform, that they could grow, and they were just consistent in in their
1: work. Fuck yeah. You have to have that. Yeah. You have to have some kind of faith that what you have is worth sharing. Yeah. And then you have to share it consistently. Yeah. It's almost like they say it's um, like dollar cost averaging when you're like investing yeah. money, yeah. right? Like constantly buying into the market, you know what I mean? So you're writing it in. It's like, yeah, that consistency is everything. It helps the algorithm. It helps you also see how well you're doing, Yeah, right? Because the more yeah. you post, the more you can track the engagement, right? Because yeah. you can't manage what you don't measure. Mm-hmm. So you have to be constantly tracking, like yeah. how is this stuff performing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing, bro. I, I'm, I'm so juiced you were able to come and share yeah. share some of the game, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, so have you ever uh, listened to a song
0: on your on your podcast?
1: No, I have people play songs, but we yeah, haven't listened to a song. Huh? Yeah, can I yeah, send you a song? yeah. Can you uh, where's the, a can you get the blue speaker? Yeah. yeah. it's it's uh it's outside somewhere. Is this one of the joints uh from your artist? Yeah, so I want to see what you think about it and if uh
0: this this could be a song we could work together <laughs> on and have you make a make a um Video to it, maybe.
1: Hmm. Yeah. All righty. So you're going to airdrop it to me? Yeah. Nice. I'm excited. Let me see. Thanks, Booski. What's the name of the song?
0: It's called I Like It. Mm-hmm. This is an artist. Uh, artist I'm working with, her name is Whitney from Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Legitimately, <laughs> legitimately her name
1: It's actually from Houston <laughs> <laughs> so. And do you have a vision for the video already?
0: You know what? I don't I like to I, I have an idea I have an idea of, of Where we could go with it But I wouldn't want to tell you what that is Until I hear what you think we could go with it
1: Alright um, Send me that file, like to, player
0: are you uh breezy comrade or director's uh, breezy. MacBook?
1: Uh Breezy. Okay. Bam. I guess I could go into voice memory. I like it. All right. I've been busy flossing, I got options, these niggas steady watching. But I don't want them. Ben Franks, I need Ben Franks on my body. Bitches been hating, but i been straight, let's do a hottie. You might get, eight. get a rich taste. I'ma dive and give me
0: big face. give me big faces just for talking. Don't like anticipation, I like when I bite. I'm too pretty to be waiting, I like it's on site. Don't be iffy with the pavements, I like. When
1: I already have a vision for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, this is sick. Too busy to be patient. I like what I like. Hey, fuck that shit up. Calling out to all my bad bitches fuck that
0: shit up. If she talking crazy, you should shut that bitch up. And if she trying
1: to play me, I'll fuck that bitch up. Hey, fuck that shit up. Calling out to Um, how yeah. good is she at dancing currently? Um
0: Oh, she'll get there. Okay. Yeah, she can do what we need her Cause to. you know I
1: work with like the best choreographers in the yeah. world. Um, we'll get her okay. It. We'll get her. So that's sound.
0: I ain't
1: oh my god so you i got bro yeah. i got you okay so that sound <laughs> the... yeah. oh, bed moving yeah. bed headboard i feel like this whole thing should be an overhead shot like the camera overhead on like the dolly looking down the whole time um right. like sick overhead like symmetrical choreography like going from one bed to a different bed like a yeah. bunch of different like bed type of locations i'm gets to him maybe the camera drops down and looks at him and he's like knocking on the door like boom boom oh, boom yeah, boom boom um, I'm thinking like the same kind of a uh, camera movement agility of uh, that Dua Lipa song uh, one don't pick up the phone have you seen that video
0: uh, I've not seen that video.
1: I the, do know the song. That video is like very choreographed with Dua Lipa and a bunch yeah. of girls in like this house with all these um, different rooms, and it yeah. was like super like they're in the bed and like yeah. all the girls are like brushing their hair together, but they're yeah. all in sync, you know. So it's like I think a lot of like, it's not choreographed dance. I think I think it needs choreographed movement, yeah, like things that are happening to it, like grabbing their phone, boom, boom, ch- yeah, ch- yeah, ch- like just things that are happening that the camera goes down, then it goes this way. Oh, that's I sick. feel like it should all just be. Weird camera angles inside cool bedrooms, right to where the camera just goes, because it goes like don't Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see all this taking place indoors at like a, a spot that has like a really well decorated room, maybe a couple different well decorated rooms. Let me hear that again.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show That's you. Um, so now, now that you've told me your vision. I'll I'll muddy it with what I, what I was thinking. Okay. That's sick. So honestly, I I saw a this other this other chick who let me see. I forget this girl's name. I I,
1: and let me see I need to
0: just like pull write, write this down the,
1: somewhere. Uh, what's the name of that Lula song? The one I'm thinking of? No. Don't pick up the phone. You know dun, 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 dun. It was like her biggest, I know, know that
0: song. Oh, uh it. Is. Okay, so
1: take a look at this. Let me see. So, all right, because I want to show you this too. I want to show you this reference as well. All right, what are you showing me?
0: All right, so this is this is this was my idea of what type of video, like a similar, not like obviously we yeah. want to make it different, but this chick, her video went mad viral on TikTok, and I think it has this kind of vibe. Okay, so, let me see.
1: Yeah, this kind of vibe, Yeah, but inside. Inside, yeah. Yeah, so that could be like the aesthetic. That yeah. could be like her vibe. And I'm not saying that this is a Dua Lipa vibe, but I'm, when I show you this choreography, yeah. like imagine this aesthetic, yeah. but with this movement, right? Um, Just
0: be um, like Dua, okay, okay, Dua so, Lipa, so, pick up the phone.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. So um, can you play your track out loud?
0: Yeah.
1: Right, and I'm going to put Let's this see. on mute. And I just want to show you, like, if you guys at home have seen us do it, it's the new rules video, right? Okay. Okay. So, like, the way it develops. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Right? Like, there's like purposeful camera movement, and then it it keeps moving, right? So, like, it would be the aesthetic that you were talking about, right? Well, look, it goes from here, it goes to something else, there's something happening here, right? I see a lot of, like, basically that whole aesthetic, but choreographed inside because it sounds like it's a bed. It sounds like it's like a. Right? I love that. Anyway, that's just that's, that's just what, what came to me first. Like whenever I hear songs, I think of um I think of camera movement directions. Yeah. Right. Like and that song definitely has attitudes, but it feels like it, it's very much like there needs to be something interesting happening every 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like if you almost think of it as like how you would promote the music video as individual like reels or TikToks or whatever, right? If every 15 seconds of the video there's something interesting happening that's new that 15 seconds it builds you essentially have a bunch of different cutouts
0: Got right? like the it, opening
1: yeah. the way how does the camera open up on her and what she's doing and then it reveals more of the room and something's happening here then the friend comes in or whatever or the movement right it should be constantly adding something new yeah. like even the way she puts on her lipstick she'd be like yeah. like you know i don't know that's yeah. that's the kind of vision that i have i don't know if it's if you feel like it's right for that or no not, I, but,
0: I love that i love that
1: yeah we're, we're gonna have to explore this it's a little bop yeah for sure you know whether I do the video or not that's a, that song is is knocking
0: yeah thank you appreciate it yeah we put a, we put, a put a lot of work into it we yeah well I, I got it um you know I got it with uh with the open verse and you know we just been slowly making it better for the past like two three months is it out yet no 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 we haven't released it yet I'm uh exclusive to release yeah exactly mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna release it probably yeah probably sometime this month probably later this month. And then would want to get a, you know, video out within, like, maybe a week, one or two weeks after release, you know. Let's talk, my fun. friend. Yeah. Try to if, get I, it.
1: if I can help. Hey, I love it. We'll yeah. We'll discuss it after. Yeah. And if you need people that mix records, too, I got homies that are incredible that mix, like, all of Kanye's stuff. Like, love it. I got, like, on the music side. You know who I have the least amount of friends in? Who? Film.
0: That's it is what I do, right?
1: Yeah. Aside from the crew that I hire, like, I know so many people that make music yeah. and that dance. Yeah. And that do just about everything else, but I only know, like, two directors.
0: <laughs> well, dude, I, I'll, I'll, I, yeah. I actually know a few, so yeah. I'll, I'll intro. I'll get you back in the, in the film game. Right? You get, me, you get me to your people in the music
1: game. We'll switch off. <laughs> dude, it's funny. Like, I don't know anybody that's worked on any film that's major, but I have many friends that have won Grammys. Yeah, like wow it's almost like too common now yeah like half of my friends have Grammys but I don't know a single person who's worked on a feature film yeah. I think part of my strategy was that I always wanted to be like uniquely valuable in my groups mm-hmm. so when I moved to LA instead of befriending other filmmakers I befriended the dance community and the music community because in, in those worlds I was like the only video guy in the crew mm-hmm. so whenever anybody needed videos I was yeah. that guy got it and then I just never <laughs> yeah that yeah really makes sense yeah yeah so I only know the people that I've hired and, and that's yeah. it um cool man well shit we've been here for a solid hour seven yeah um you've given advice you've shared the story um any final words you want to share man anything that's in your heart that you feel like i don't know that just you, you can end the podcast final final thoughts flow
0: man i'm i'm just the type of person where i want everyone i want everyone to win you know so i would just say like it's never too late uh as cliche as that sounds it's like you know, you don't know when you don't know when your big break is gonna happen. But you know, once again, if you're smart about what you're doing, if you're consistent, you know the chances of it not happening are infinitesimally small. Yeah. So just uh, you know, go after what you want. Hustle, work your ass off. You know, the, there's a saying that entrepreneurs work eighty hours a week so that they don't have to work forty. And <laughs> I can tell you it's i i i probably work 80 hours a week but having the freedom to work when i want sometimes i'm getting work done at 1am sometimes you know it's on yeah. it's my own schedule yeah i'd rather do that than have to be someplace where uh at a certain time and answering to someone and so you know uh, work your ass off and get it done and you know you you'll you know you'll get your big break
1: i love that man and where can people find you and your company
0: yeah you can find me on instagram uh it's it's adam so it's and then adam with uh two m's that's my handle on tiktok as well um and you'll see on my instagram uh my company rap and launch media is tagged there as well and you know if you guys ever need influencers to promote your music or whatever i'm i'm your guy we're we're the best in the business uh and uh you know we have a lot of a lot of uh clients who can attest to that
1: hell yeah man well dude thank you for coming yeah amazing interview thank you everybody like subscribe share comment all that good stuff see you next time